beat is on the air. The Worker's Beat, of course, is about everything from the point of view of working families. And we're going to start off with things you can do. Bonnie's got a bunch of them. Well, this morning I was listening to Reverend Barnett's show and heard a man called in and talked about an event at the downtown library. That's the Johnson, Eric Johnson Library? No. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the not the mayor Eric Johnson. It's another Eric Johnson. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> That's another story entirely. You sure do. Uh, yeah, at the library from twelve to four today, they've got speakers. There's going to be food available, uh, so that should be very exciting. Um, and there, that's a Juneteenth celebration. And there is another Juneteenth celebration today from twelve to three at in Sand Branch. Uh, that's our community in southeast Dallas County uh, that does not have uh, running water, but we have been working on helping those folks out. Okay, but you heard said one about Ernie McMillan, too. Oh, that's on Monday. Okay. Yes. On Monday, uh, civil rights activist Ernest McMillan is going to be speaking uh, at La Madeleine. He has a, a book that is coming out, and he will be at uh, La Madeleine on Mockingbird uh, from 9 to 11 on Monday morning okay. for a Juneteenth. He is a longtime civil rights activist, uh, so I hope uh, you'll... He, we, found, he founded the Black Panthers. Yes. Let's take calls as soon as we finish reading oh, uh, yeah, that too. things to do. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole bunch of Juneteenth all over the country, thank goodness. Yeah. Juneteenth in Dallas at 816 Mockingbird is today at 11. Uh, June 17th at 4 p.m. Juneteenth in Mansfield at The Lot downtown, 110 South Main. June 18th, 3 p.m. The Mesquite Juneteenth celebration in Paschal Park, New Market Road. Uh, June 18th at midnight, always Governor Abbott's deadline for vetoing bills. June 19th at 6 p.m., Juneteenth in Dallas, explained at City Park. June 23rd, Union Election at Starbucks at 1709 Preston Road in Plano. July the 4th, Gerardo Contreras will have a labor float at the Arlington 4th of July parade. And I've got some more, but we've got a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. They didn't. Yeah, he didn't wait. <laughs> well, he'll probably call back. 972-647-1893. I always like to get through the uh, list of things you can do because I don't want people to get depressed. I don't want them to think, oh, the world is just terrible and I can't do nothing. Because right. they can do Because they can do stuff. You can do stuff. There's you a lot of stuff. things you yes. can do. And you should do stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, voting is the least you can do, which mm -hmm. you'll see that many in District 2 and uh, DISD District 2 and uh, uh, City Council District 3 did not do. So, uh -huh. oh, okay, caller's back. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Uh, yeah, hey, thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate what you guys do. Hey, I got one thing to say. Uh, the citizens of Texas, of, of minorities, uh, are sitting back and Governor Abbott do what he want to do. He's removing that diversity. He's making the state all diversity offices on state universities and colleges. Yeah. Must not uh, end here at the end of the, uh, this spring semester or... They're trying, to, they're trying to outlaw anybody telling the truth. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah, that's it. Go ahead, though. Well, 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 what bothers me is he's taking us back almost 60 years, and there's no one standing up to him. Why? Mm -hmm. 
why we don't have our people standing up to them. No one stands up to them. And, 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 I, and I can understand why. I see. Okay. Well, Bonnie can probably explain that to you. Go ahead, Bonnie. Well, uh, why won't anybody stand up? Because we're in the mud. Because in Austin, the, uh, the the other side, if you will, is in the minority. Mm-hmm. Because folks in Texas didn't get out and vote mm-hmm. to give us a majority in Austin. Mm-hmm. So we are stuck, like Chuck, with Hot Wheels <laughs> and and his his uh, gang, his posse of Klansmen. So there you go. I was I was talking about things you can do. Oh, we uh, have another caller. Oh my gosh. Oh, we do already. Yep, we Good do. Morning, already. thanks for calling, Kano. In. Uh, hi, boy. Good morning. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I have a situation, uh, and I wanted to ask y'all, where could I go and get help? I have an uncle that's blind, and he haven't received his SSI in two months. And they're on the verge of maybe getting put out or what, you know, and I'm trying to see if there are any, any help that you can break me to. He needs to call 211, okay? 211 is the Texas Health and Human Services Hotline. He also needs to get on the phone or get online or get to the Social Security office and find out what's going on. Yeah, the Social Security office usually is pretty good if you can get through. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's 211 is going to be uh, the Texas Health and Human Services. They can help him with this situation, Okay. Okay, he's been to the Social Security three times, and they're, like, telling him the same thing. Well, I mean, if they're giving him a a legitimate reason why he is not getting his check, uh, there is absolutely nothing that that we can do. I mean, uh, other than he hire an attorney and fight it. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah, they, they pretty much rule when once they yeah. sign. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say that, but it's it stinks. Appreciate your call. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. I wanted to say what Rosie Kurtz is trying to get everybody to do, which I think is a really good cause. They are going to have another Starbucks election at the Starbucks at 1709 Preston Road in Plano. And so Rosie Kurtz has got a, le- a website that you can sign up on to go there one time between now and the 23rd. She does not want to have a giant bunch of people going there because they're understaffed. Yeah, of course. Because uh, that's what their owner of the Starbucks does. uh uh, He just had to testify at the Senate, and they told him. Oh, it was And they told him, you cannot cannot do this to your employees. Oh, my goodness. It was a great. My husband just happened to tune into Mm C-SPAN when he was testifying and being questioned. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were brutal on him. Well, what you can do about it, if you want to help, go to 1709 Preston Road, have a cup of coffee. And instead of telling them your name, when they ask your name, tell them Union Strong. Union Strong. And uh, Yeah, it's very cool. That's encouraging to the people there that are interested in organizing. That's right. And if there's two of you, you can be Union Strong 1 and Union Strong 2. Or Union Strong and Union... And Union Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was Union Yes. You yes. Were supposed to say. Union Yes. Well, you can call us at 972-647-1893 if you have your ideas. 
The Dallas AFL-CIO is getting ready to do its strategic planning, which it does every two years. And uh, so we're kind of looking for suggestions. What should labor be doing more of or less of? My own, since my own uh, uh, main suggestion is that we get the Speakers Bureau going better. In other words, we need to go out and talk to people face to face. The reason for that is this. I don't think that people are hurting for information. I don't think information is the problem. I don't think that a new website or a new uh, uh, email service or something is going to help much. I think we have to go out and talk to them one-on-one. Okay, good morning. Thanks for calling KNWN. Hello. Good morning. Hi. This is Andy Tamika. Hi, Eddie. Okay, Eddie, I just got to, I want, I want you to know something, okay? I was at the Vote Center Advisory Committee meeting on Thursday with the Dallas County Elections Department. Uh, Jimmy Tran was on the, on the phone or on the Zoom. Uh, the municipalities involved in the election, that would be DISD and District 3, the city of Dallas, they determine what sites are going to be used. So everybody's looking at voter suppression, looking at the elections department, and that's not where you got to be looking. You got to look at the municipalities that took took place or took were involved in that election. Those are the people that said these are the places we want you to use. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie, do you think it affected? Eddie, do you think it affected the outcome of the election? I sure do, because I live a place that has 200 elderly people, and they're asking me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm the precinct chair. I see. So, yeah, that's at least 89 that I'm the one registered in. Can't early know in Dallas. So, yeah. Why didn't they vote by mail, Eddie? Yeah, that's what we did. That's what I'm saying. I've had 89 people there vote by mail, but it's still not right. Okay, I'll talk to you. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Bye-bye, Eddie. Have a good weekend. You can call us at 972-647-1893. I know that Labor was not entirely happy with the runoff. Our candidate lost in District 3, and uh, we keep thinking, wonder how we could have done more. It's it's a good thing because you go back over what you did and you try to figure out how to do better the next time, right, Bonnie? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, and you you meet with with other people, other groups, constituency groups, or uh, uh, allies, if you will. Mm-hmm. You meet with them, and what did you guys do? Mm-hmm. How did you make it work? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your stats? Uh, but, you know, that's something that I'm I'm reaching out to to uh, a couple of different groups that did voter registration etc so you know let's let's talk about what our results were okay 
Governor Abbott signed the bill. Just as the caller said, Governor Abbott signed the bill dismantling diversity, equity, and inclusion Yikes. in higher education. It was in the morning news. Good morning, caller. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, uh, Keith and Bobby. This is Imani. How you doing today? Good Hello. morning. Hello, Imani. I'm down here at, uh, down here in the Fort Hood area doing a doing one of my DJ shows, and I'm listening to your show. And I want America to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. And I also do it. I wanted to wish them a happy Juneteenth. And I wish they would make it a symbol and made it because uh, we need more than that in this country than symbolism. Do so, they have? Uh, do they have Juneteenth in Fort Hood? Do they have Juneteenth down there? Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and plus, I'm doing a. I got to go another place and do a family reunion. That's what I've been doing for years, DJ. So. Mm-hmm. I just want to wish everybody and tell America we need morals right now more than anything. And I'm praying for America and the soul of America. All right. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you so you much. can call okay. us too at 972-647-1893. The, com- the union or the... <laughs> where are union, we? The, the radio, radio station. station. Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. The radio Sometimes. station just loves it when you call. <laughs> <laughs> Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. The city council finally took action on short-term rentals. I was very happy with it. I know, right? They, they had a celebration on uh, Thursday night in East Dallas honoring uh, Councilman Paul Ridley. Of course, he didn't do it by himself. No, he didn't. Apparently he had King to. Arnold was on our side. You had to count to eight, y'all, on mm-hmm. the on the city council. That's when you need to get something done. You have to count to eight. Mm-hmm. You have to have eight votes on that council to get anything done. Well, they got twelve. Woohoo! They didn't get uh, Chad West. My my councilman voted against them. He's a whining. But the uh, but twelve of them voted in favor of banning short term rentals from. Residential. residential neighborhoods. Come on, man. And I thought uh, I, I thought it took some guts because the big corporations Ooh. were on the other side. Oh, yeah. Big and time. the big corporations, you can be sure, they're going to go to courts or they're going to oh, go yeah. to the legislature. There you go. Because the they've already, you know, who knows? We could They could get to Abbott and before that next special session, and he could decide to take that away. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure, quite frankly, I'm not even sure that the ordinance will stay in effect because of the effect of the legislation taking away local control. On some things, but it's not on everything. Uh, so it's going to be fought out. It'll be fought out in court as to whether or not what the legislature did is even legal at yeah. all. Because yeah. it's pretty crazy for the state legislature to tell a city, well, you can't uh, govern anymore. You don't have any rights to... I'm to, sorry, uh, you're... That's right. Do that, things. The, your people do not have rights to have a rest break, a 10-minute rest break, every four hours. Mm-hmm. You, you, they don't have that right. Sorry. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Happy Father's Day to you, Gene. Well, thank you so much. God bless and keep you all. Uh, also, I didn't get a chance to get in to talk to uh, Reverend Barnett to tell him Happy Father's Day. I'm sure he's listening. Uh, Yes, sir. He sounds so much stronger these yes. last couple of times that I've heard him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm so happy about that because, you know, if we start getting old, all these different things kick in. <laughs> yeah. We, we never know what it's going to be, you know, this, that, the other, and we just keep plowing ahead. Yeah, so, we sure do. 
thank you for being a soldier just like him. And and that's all I wanted to say. I hear you back there, Bonnie Giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I, I know you got to have your other soldier sidekick with you because she keeps you going. <laughs> y'all have a nice day and happy Father's Day to everybody. Thank you and happy Juneteenth. Legion. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thanks so much. Right. I love- Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. They love it when you call. Yes. The US UPS workers have voted by ninety seven percent to go on strike on August the first. So hold on to your hold seats. On. Hold on to your seats, everybody. It's three hundred and forty thousand of them. Woo. We gotta take a break. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. Back on the workers be with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance waiting for you to call 972-647-1893. I was just saying that the UPS workers say they could go on strike, and I want to tell you how to avoid a strike. This is this is going this is a two-hour lecture that I'm about to make. How to avoid going on strike. You're gonna do a two-hour lecture starting right now? In 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. If you'll just let me. Here's my two-hour lecture on how to avoid a strike. Get ready to go on strike. If you are ready, you are not going to have to go on strike. So let's all help the Teamsters get ready to go on strike so they won't have to. It's miserable going on strike. Oh, it's awful. Nobody likes it. No. it it's just awful. No, no. Not only, for the, not only for the bosses, and of course I hope it's the worst for them. Yes. But, uh, but it's bad for everybody, the kids, the families. Everybody that has to go on strike is uh, is really unhappy. So don't get the idea that anybody really wants to go on strike. And it ain't no party, okay? But they need <laughs> to get ready to go on strike. That's right. They need to be, the workers there need to be saving their money. Yep. They need to be developing friends among the rest of us, friends and allies, yep. places that they're going to, ways that they're going to raise money to help them get through it, uh, ways that they're going to have rallies and solidarity, uh, training, where they're going to explain the issues and get people uh, to know what happens and what might happen and uh, what uh, what matters to them. It might be wages. It might be uh, rest breaks. It might be air conditioning in the cars. There's all any number of issues yeah, that's right. that working people settle. Uh, and if they can't settle it any other way, they go on strike. So. Let's get behind the Teamsters and try to help those 340,000 workers. It's the biggest, largest private sector union contract in America. And I promise you, they do, the, the company does not want to see a strike. No, they do, will they, lose. They do the workers. They will, nobody wants to see a strike. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's support the Teamsters and make sure that uh, that they get what they need. A lot of it has to do with safety on the job, guys. Uh, I, you've, you've seen UPS drivers, and especially around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Do you know they have sometimes like 45 seconds to deliver a package, even if somebody has to sign for it. That's why they jump out of those yes, cars that's like why, they do. That's I always why. wonder how how they keep from getting run over because they, they just pull up and jump out and jump out. It's like ah, and uh, it's it's pretty scary. <laughs> it's scary, but safety will be an issue. I'm that's sure. Right. Safety. The absolutely. dock workers. I mentioned this last week. Is the dock workers on the West Coast were, were doing some kind of a slowdown or that they might be. It was legally 
uh, it's legally important to not let anybody uh, know exactly what you're doing. But they they were doing something, and the bosses were very unhappy about it, and they got a tentative agreement. Now, a tentative agreement does not mean it's all settled no. because they get to vote on it. Yep, that's right. All the members get to vote. Well, a tentative agreement is a lot better than having a sharp stick in your eye. Yes, I'll it tell is. you that. Yes, it so is. So they might be uh, they might be uh, announcing before very long that they have got an agreement and that the docks are going to be running full steam again. Their big issue: artificial intelligence. Same as it is with the riders' strike. Artificial intelligence is going to be an issue for all workers until. They figure out that they're going to have to have a cut in the straight time working hours. Mm. I seem to be the only one that says that. Well, no. Uh, Tom Barry, my friend Tom Barry, is always telling everybody that we need to go to the six-hour day. I think maybe the four-hour day might be more appropriate. But anyway, we need to cut straight time working hours every time productivity goes up. Yep. That way we'll keep the same number of workers doing the same amount of work, producing the same amount of wealth. and For the big guys. Everybody is just as well off as they were before. That's right. The way we're doing it now, we get productivity increases. The boss puts it all in his pocket yep. and lays <laughs> us off. That's right. We get laid off, they get more money. That's how productivity works. But we need to change that, and every time productivity goes up, we need to change straight time working hours That's right. make them pay a whole That's bunch right. more for overtime if they want us to work longer. That's right. 972-647-1893. Were you going to say something else? You said that's right. I thought I did, and I wanted to give the phone number. I also wanted to talk about the 40th anniversary celebration of KNON. Right on. The voice of the people. Y'all, this station opened 40 years ago, July 30th. That is amazing. Absolutely. And Workers Beat was on it. That's right. And Workers Beat was on it. So I wasn't on it. But uh, I can tell you that I spent. We weren't even children. That's right. We were. Yeah. We were. Yeah. What were we? Uh, (laughs) We're not going in there. Uh, You know, it's amazing. I look back at where we were. Mm-hmm. 40 years ago <laughs> uh, <some laughs> in, people that, were, uh, in that broken down old white house on San Jacinto, uh, Acorn and Acorn Housing were on the ground floor mm-hmm. and KNON was on the second floor. And, and all the floors were creaky. Oh my I mean, gosh. You, know, you, were, you always wondered if you were going to fall uh, through. Oh, the heavy metal shows, step. when they would play, it was terrifying. I, I mean, we had it all soundproof, trust me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get you get excited and you kind of start stomping on the floor and you think, oh my God, are y'all coming down on the conference table? Are you going to read the thing? Yes. So, we have four great bands helping us celebrate the voice of the people. We have Tejano superstar Jay Perez, Dallas blues legend, this makes me just, oh my God, R.L. Griffin and the Blues Palace Show Band. That goes way back, y'all. Special guests, they have special guests, Greg A. Smith and Fat Daddy. Then we have the international rock and roll stars, Igor and the Red Elvises. Mm -hmm. Dallas country music icon, 
Matt Hillier Band. All of this is taking place Sunday, July 30th. The early show run running from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. Granada Theater in Dallas. And we are, it is sponsored in part by Domingo Garcia Law Offices and Venturity Financial Partners. Tickets, how do you get tickets? Tickets available at canoin.org or granadatheater.com. Okay, the 40th anniversary celebration for this station. Wow. And we've set several records. Oh, yeah. We've been named the best music station. Yes. We, we got a mention. My God, tornadoes. we got a mention in Rolling Stone magazine. In Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone magazine. magazine. What'd they say? They said we're the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did they say? It wasn't you and me personally. It, no. It was, just, it was just this station. Yeah. 972-647-1893 if you would like to call and comment on anything that you know of that's going on. If you are, if, if you like Tejano music, uh, I got to tell you, the show on Monday through Friday in the afternoons is the absolute bomb. Mm-hmm. Those guys are crazy. I love them. And the music they play, they play all kinds of different music, uh, and and they laugh and they cut up, and it's just a really good atmosphere. I mm-hmm. totally encourage you. I'm not even sure what that show there's is a, called. There's a parking <laughs> lot in the back of the Granada Theater, isn't there? Yes, there Used is. Yes, there's parking. You're gonna have to. I hadn't been down there for a while, so I strongly recommend that you scope it out before you go hauling down there. Okay. For sure, because that's going to be a big one. I want to get this in. The Republican Study Committee has released a new budget plan that includes devastating cuts and changes to Social Security Mm -hmm. and Medicare. It also repeals the portions of the Inflation Reduction Act that would lower drug prices, including requiring Medicare to negotiate with drug corporations. Yeah, they don't want to do so they, all this time they've been saying, oh no, we're not we don't want to cut those programs. They do want to cut those programs. The Republicans are fighting. There are 30 members of the so-called Freedom Caucus mm-hmm. that are holding up everything in the United States House. That's right. Because they're the ones, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, who that's, are all under investigation, by the way. That's the lunatic fringe. Yes, the <laughs> lunatic. And they call themselves the Freedom Caucus. Mm-hmm. Freedom from sanity. That's you know it. They, you know what they did? On the same day <laughs> that, that Donald Trump went in to surrender himself for all of the charges that are yeah, against two him. State on that same day, they held a celebration in the U.S. House a celebration of the people who tried to overthrow the government on January 6th last year. Uh, They held a celebration commemorating them and calling them heroes and uh, and expressing sympathy with their families and all that because uh, they're unjustly, they're being unjustly persecuted. We saw them on television. We know what they did. Duh! A whole bunch of them are already in prison. in, In your Capitol building, they they celebrated those guys oh and called them heroes. Uh, it's astounding what's going on. It is astounding. And the it's, AFL-CIO it's, has endorsed Biden-Harris. So has CWA. And so has CWA, the yes. Communication Workers of yes. America. So, folks, that's, that's telling you right now that labor is behind this president 100%. They jumped out and, or, and, and endorsed much earlier than they ever have before. Yes. It's 18 Gosh. months before the election. 
but they uh, they thought it was a good idea, not just because they want to win the election. Because I heard one, uh, I thought really smart, top labor leader in America, and I can't even name him, or I think his name was Hutchinson, but I can't remember what union he was from. But he said very clearly, he said the choice is between having democracy in America and having fascism. And uh, that's he said, it. we got to get we got to get to work right now. That's it. That that's it. One hundred percent. I mean. <sighs> Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I had always been hoping that they were going to start a labor party. I, I long for a labor party or a workers party like they have in most countries over in Europe. Wouldn't that be nice? But it, they have an entirely different system. They have a parliamentary system over there where they divide up the seats in parliament depending on what percent of the vote you got. Uh, we don't have that. No, we For have us, you can get 49.9% of the votes and you still get nothing. Yes, nothing. You get zilt zip. And the other side still gets everything, even though they only got one-tenth of a percent more than you did. So it's very hard to start a Labor Party here. I know that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm just going to have to give it up, that possibly that is just never going to happen. But what is going to happen is there's going to be an election in 2024 that is going to make a great deal of difference yes. for this country. It's going to be, it's the difference between fascism and democracy. Mm-hmm. If we do not succeed in taking back both houses and keeping keeping or keeping the Senate, the White House, and taking the House, yeah. we have got to do that. Folks, we have got people who would like for 2024 to be the last election this country ever has. That's true, they would. Okay, I think we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Yes, concerned citizen, please. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, good Good morning. I just had a, had a question, then I'm going to get offline. Let everyone start. I just would like uh, understanding or some clarity to what is Juneteenth actually uh, a holiday? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, they just, finally made it a holiday. Just, just what it is. Uh-huh. I, I, can't, I can't come to grips with it. It's so a I'll, federal holiday. I, I get off and let someone else talk. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that wonderful woman in Fort Worth. Opal Lee. Opal Lee fought and fought and fought for years to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. Didn't she walk to Washington? Yes, she did. She walked mm-hmm. from Fort Worth to Washington. Mm-hmm. And she it was signed into law that Monday, Juneteenth, the 19th of June, is a federal holiday. It, we thought it was just a Texas holiday for a long, long time. It's, but it's, now the whole country is It's celebrating. spread all over the whole country. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, some people are saying, well, they're taking advantage of it. Okay. But mm-hmm. you celebrate your way. You let them do theirs. Okay. That's how I like to look at it. Well, there, Let's we know all just more of them than we've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. It's absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. There's one today at the library downtown across from City Hall. It's from 12 to 4. Uh, they have speakers, food available. Uh, I'm sure that they have uh, an exhibit. I know the African American Museum has an exhibit. Today's paper talks about another Freedman's Town being recognized, one that I didn't even know about. It was called Little Egypt. Over, uh, It was taken away in 1962. 
by, mm. of course, the White Citizens that was, Council. That was West Dallas, wasn't it? Well, no, it's actually uh, north of Northwest Highway in between Ferndale and Abrams. Mm, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either, Gene. Uh, and it was called Little Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was because they felt like it was their, their Egypt out of the Bible. It was their Egypt. And, uh, of course, the government, uh, the Dallas government, didn't let them stay there for long. 1962, they were out of there. And, of course, they redeveloped the land for themselves. But they got a historical marker yesterday for that Freedman's town. We were talking about isms a while ago, about the upcoming election. That's just an abstraction. Let me give you an idea of what's what's going to happen, what is happening now. Mm. Iowa's governor has joined the other Republican leaders who are shredding child labor protection laws. That's going on now. Yep. That's what you can look forward to uh, a lot more of. Good, Good morning. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Not even breathing. I don't even hear him are breathing, you do you? Are you there? Now he's breathing. Hello. <laughs> Would you like to breathe some Hello, more? Yes. yes, go ahead. <laughs> yes, uh, you, you, uh, Bonnie struck a little chord with me when she said, you know, the, the 2024 election could very, be, could very well be our last election if we don't get out there and do something. Mm-hmm. Because they, it, is, it, is, it is just about there now. Uh-huh. You're Pretty right. close. Pretty close with all of the voter suppression that's going on all over this country. Uh, it is pretty close. And it still can be turned around here in Texas if we get out there and vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, that was just my opinion. I can't hear you very well. So I have to hang up. It's, okay. It's now. All right, sweetie. Thank have you. a great weekend. Thanks so much for calling you us. You know, I, I, I think democracy is pretty important. Because I've, I've looked around at some of the other countries that are not really run like a democracy, let's say like Turkey. Uh, Erdogan just got reelected. <laughs> Wasn't a landslide, but he got reelected. I believe this is his third or fourth term. And of course, you have Ron DeSantis who signed a law in, uh, in Florida changing. He did not have to resign to run for president. So he is still the governor of Florida while he is running for president. Mm-hmm. That He changed that. He changed that. So he can stay in power. So he can stay in power in Florida. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893, if you want to call us and get, get your opinion in. There's some good news. The National Labor Relations Board has issued a ruling allowing gig workers to organize unions and strike. That means if you're a Lyft driver, if you're a taxi driver or Lyft driver, uh, Uber driver, you now have a chance to organize under federal law. Yep. So jump out there and get organized, everybody. They've been fighting back and forth about gig workers. What it is is the boss... Instead of calling you an employee, he just calls calls you something else. You're a contractor. Calls you an independent contractor, yes. so that you will not have to extend any federal protections to exactly. your job. Exactly. Not have to pay you according to federal law. Mm-hmm. Not have to give you uh, any of the, of the benefits or protections of federal law. So. Thank goodness the Biden administration has been working on this for some time, and now they have made the the issue the the decision that you can organize. 
and you better do it. <laughs> 972-647-1893. We'll Every- be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're back on the Workers' Beat. You were listening to the crooning of Fast Domino and Bonnie Mathias. 972-647-1893 is the number. We'd love it when you call. If you want to make me stop singing... You can just send money to Kay and a win. <laughs> That'll help. Do you think that would, would that would that actually do it though? Right? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. I'm a longtime activist <laughs> on the nuclear waste problem. Yes, ever you since 19, and Mavis Belisle. Ever since 1945, there has been no place to store nuclear waste. There still isn't. That's the news. <laughs> but the Biden administration is going to spend another 26 million dollars looking for one. According to the San Diego Union Tribune. You know, they, they'd really like to bury it out there in West Texas, and there is tried, a lot of it. They've tried several times yes. to bring all the nuclear waste into Texas. Yeah, because... And I think the legislature would let them. Oh, I think they would, too. Totally. Because they've, they've already got a place out there where they put some nuclear waste. Yeah, from the Pemex plant in mm-hmm. uh, in Lubbock or Amarillo out there. Yeah. 972-647-1893. Mm. Japan, do you, do you think Japan is the top exporter of cars in the world? And do you think Tesla is the largest selling electric vehicle in the world? Well, you're mistaken. The largest seller of uh, electrical vehicles in the world is China. China! Even okay. though they don't sell any cars here. They are already taking over the rest of the world market, well, there you go. and they're selling electrical cars all over Asia all right. and in other places. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Okay, you have to turn your radio off. It's not working. I think he's got his speakerphone on, too. Hello, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Is this the radio station? Yes, ma'am. My name is Claudia. I wanted to call and comment on, they said that the post office is going on strike. No, no, not the post office, UPS, the Teamsters, Teamsters. Oh, okay, I got it wrong. That's okay, baby. It's UPS delivery service. UPS, yeah. Well, they voted voted permission to go on strike. Uh, So if the leaders of the union need to call a strike on August the 1st, they can. Uh, But I was saying that I'm hoping that they won't. Because they won't have to. Right. Because if they're really, really ready, if they've got all their friends lined up behind them, including us, mm-hmm. then they won't have to go on strike. That's right. Yeah. That's okay. right. I, I understand. I understand. All right. Okay. I, just, I, I want to wish you a happy Father's Day. She wants to wish you a happy Father's Day, Jim. Well, thanks so much. And good and happy Juneteenth as well. Yes. Too. Are you going to Are you going to any of the Juneteenth events? Huh. Are you going to go to any of the June 10th events this oh, we weekend? Might. We always do something, so uh, okay. I don't know this way we're going, but we're going to celebrate a little bit. We might barbecue. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm making potato salad. I'll, I'll be over there. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Claudia. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, Claudia. You too. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. I have to announce the celebration again because if people were not listening the first time 
the radio station, KNON, the voice of the people, is celebrating 40 years on the air in Dallas-Fort Worth on July the 30th. Uh, at the Granada Theater down on Greenville Avenue from 2 to 9 p.m. So it's a it's a Sunday, and that's a relatively early night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we have another caller, Gene. Good morning. Good morning. You're on the air. Morning, this is Johnny in Fort Worth. Hi. I was just wondering what, what y'all had to say about these allegations about President Biden... And him taking money and all that from uh-huh. the Chinese and everything. Uh-huh. You had that little bit about the the judges taking money. What about Biden taking money? So is Biden I, taking I money? That, You're saying that Biden takes money from the Chinese. Is, is it a bribe? Is he being bribed by the Chinese? Well, that's what they say on the news. Well, who uh, said that? Okay, Wait a minute. Well, who you said that? back up now. I didn't hear that on the news. I who didn't hear that? that on the news. Who said that? Well, they've shared it on a bunch of news stations. <laughs> well, hey, you know, that's cool. Oh, it was a bunch of them, huh? I, I just don't think, I don't think anybody's got any uh, concrete proof of anything. Hell, they've been trying to convict Hillary Clinton about, got her emails for how many years now? Good Lord, y'all, give it up. Move on. Well, I think if, if you find out that they have proven that President Biden is on the take and he's being bribed by China... I'm sure that they'll do something about it. Until then, you just go and listen to them, whoever they may be. That is. 972-647-1893. If you want to call and get your opinion in, it's just fine. Uh, The station really likes it when you call. The stock market is going up, and they are saying now that it's no longer what they call a uh what, what do you call it market when it's going down an inflation, inflation. No, no when the market's going down they Is call that it something a bear mar- they're now market? calling it a bull market again oh, okay stock market's going up and Those the bears. federal reserve did not raise rates for the first time in i think 15 months or something, something like, like that. that yeah and 61 percent of americans say that they have some money in the stock market so for them uh it's better it's better news than it was I was going to finish saying on uh, on car exports, China is the largest exporter of cars in the world. But it's they not, don't export it's any. not Japan. And they don't export any outside of China, do they? No, they, they do export them all over Asia and oh, Africa and South America. Not to the United They just States. don't export them here. Gotcha. There okay. we go. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Hey, this is Andre down in Cedar Hill. I, that guy's last call just cracked me up. And uh, what what I was thinking was um, I was I'm, I'm probably going to start a start a ruckus here. I was gambling on when do we think Donald Trump will end up in jail. I'm thinking somewhere around uh, 20, uh, 20, 20, just before the election. Uh-huh. And uh, also, I got a good feeling that Ron DeSantis is kind of throwing throwing the a little gasoline on that so he could try to sneak his way into the White House. So I think that's <laughs> you think DeSantis, DeSantis is trying to get Trump thrown in jail? And you yeah, think it, it'll yeah, be yeah. There before it'll be in 2023? So you are taking yeah. bets. How, oh, what's yeah. the limit? How much How much can people bet? Oh, you got to bet at least five cents. At least oh, okay. Well, I'm in. <laughs> you ought to start a pool. 
You ought to start yeah, a pool, you know. You, you pick the date, and everybody yeah. put a nickel, and uh, yeah. it'd be a substantial yeah. amount of money, wouldn't it? Yeah, we might be able to have a little party when okay. it actually happens. Yeah. Okay, and, well, and if you think about it, and in all honesty, if you think about it, uh, Ron DeSantis has the most to gain. Yep. And, mm-hmm. you know, and and there's no way in heck he's not involved in trying to get trying to get a felony on Trump. But uh-huh. I have to ask you this question. Even if he gets a felony, can he still run for president? Yep. Darn right he can. And we got we got to move on, though. People are waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Hello, Gene and Bonnie. How y'all doing this morning? All right. Good, thanks. Have you heard anything about the legislature's voting over the property tax? Oh, gosh. Oh, no, they're fighting. Oh, gosh. Uh, Patrick and and, uh, Hot Wheels are fighting. So we don't know what's going to happen. No. It's still still going on. Well, you know what they're doing, don't you? Messing with our money? money I know know who's going to end up with all the money. money. We ain't going to end up with no money, so, you know. I know who's going to end up with all the money in the long run. What is it, $33 billion they got sitting in that rainy day fund? And then they don't even feel a sprinkle. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, they could cut it a few thousand dollars for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mister, right. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Thank Have you. Have a good day and happy Father's Day. Thanks Thank so much. Representative John Bryant from East Dallas Yay. spoke to the Dallas AFL-CIO on Thursday night, and he said it was a dirty shame the way the legislature had done that they had mostly ignored or actually opposed the rights of working families all the way through this session. And he was especially hurt that they did not do anything to help our public schools because he said public schools are the greatest and most successful social experience in our nation's history. That's right. I thought that was really cool of Representative Bryant to say that. I thought it was really cool of him to come and speak to the labor. That's awesome. I'm glad he did. I'm sorry I missed it. He also spoke up for the neighborhoods at city council when they uh, threw threw a really bad monkey wrench into the plans of the big corporations that are trying to put hotels in all of the uh, residential neighborhoods. And another one that spoke up was Jessica Gonzalez, my representative. Thank you so much, Jessica. I'm telling you, I gotta talk. I gotta talk some smack about about that girl Jasmine Crockett in Washington. She, she is getting so much attention because she stands up and speaks out. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of her. Uh, she's just doing a phenomenal job. I I'm bet just, she's scaring people. I hope she scares the snot out of every Republican <laughs> on Capitol Hill. She's scaring a lot of, Repub- a lot of Democrats, she, too. Ooh, well, good. They need to be scared. She voted against the uh, debt ceiling uh, this settlement. Because she want, didn't want the cuts that were involved. She ought to let, you know, somebody from, from uh, Jasmine Crockett's office, we would really welcome a call. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We really welcome a call and have uh, have them kind of give us an idea of what's going on from their point of view. I really the, like. We used to get Eddie Benice Johnson, yeah. who used to hold that office, used to call this program every now and then and give us an idea of what was going on. You know what? I will reach out to her staff and see if we can't uh, can arrange for her to be on. That would be she's lovely. on. She's on MSNBC all the time. Surely she could be on KNON. Yeah, we're better than that. Yeah, MSNBC. well, I'm not going to say that, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have quite the reach they do, but mm-hmm. 
I think it'll be awesome. I'll do my best. I sure will. The Bureau of Labor Statistics showed that inflation eased for the 11th straight month in May. That that looks really good for the Biden administration. Yes, it does. If they manage to get inflation under control and if the economy doesn't tank between now and Election Day, it's going to look very good for Biden and Harris in their election. I don't see the economy tanking in the next 18 months. You don't think so? No, sir, I do not. Some economists say that <laughs> we'll have a, a a recession by the end of this year. Why do they want it? Do they, do they have these things? Are they like self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecies? I say we're going to have, you know, I, I, why don't you try a little bit rosier outlook every once in a while instead of sitting on your laurels and talking about your stats. Mm -hmm. Stats, statisticians say, stats... Uh, so just, you should just Puff. tell people what you want to happen. Well, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't that make more sense than than talking about what they think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. Here's who you. We've been talking about who your friends are. Here's who <laughs> your here's who your enemies are. Oh. The United States Chamber of Commerce lobbying group oh, announced yeah. on Friday that it is suing the Biden administration to block Medicare's ability to negotiate lower drug prices. <laughs> and that was... <laughs> oh, guess who, those, guess who those people are? The lobbyists for those, for those uh, big pharma. The United States Chamber of Commerce is for the, for the richest people in America. That's right. They don't like you, and they don't want you to lower drug prices. No, because but they'd much rather you just died. Here's what actually is happening, though, and this is because of the Biden administration. Drug makers will pay fines to Medicare for hiking the price of 43 drugs thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act. And that was in Reuters. This this is not this is not what they say, like the guy called all the So, well, you know, they say it. Uh, this is not what they say. It's, it was in Reuters News Service and repeated by the Alliance for Retired Americans. Well, Steve the Cockroach says that economists have correctly predicted the last 20 out of 10 recessions. Yeah, the last 20 recessions <laughs> were uh, the last 20 recessions were, were predicted when 10 of them actually happened. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. there you go. Well, I think they, you know, they have an obligation to say what they think is well, going sure. to happen. It's kind of like the weatherman. But when the stock market goes up, that's an indication that the people with money are uh, are feeling good. They're feeling their oats. Oh, they're they're putting their money out there, not just making predictions. They're saying, "Here's my money." Oh, and my money says that things are going to go up. Yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Here's, one, here's the bad news for our side. Uh-oh. More than a million disabled and low-income Americans have now lost Medicaid coverage in the past several weeks following the end of pandemic predictions. See, we got some extra money during the pandemic, yeah. and when they cut it off, uh, there were a lot of people uh, did not scramble fast enough to get to stay on Medicaid, and they have been cut off, a million of them. Disabled and low-income Americans. You know, Texas never expanded uh, Medicare, so or Medicaid. I'm sorry. So Texas has the highest uninsured population, the highest percentage of uninsured people in the country. That's about twenty-five percent of the children in this state live below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. I got to say this one, too. 
I want to I end on a high note. Oh, good. Something really, really good happened yesterday, and I don't think it made the news anywhere because the news stations didn't want you to know. But I think the Dallas News Guild, which is part of the Communication Workers of America, ratified their contract yesterday, 122 to zero. Wow, unanimous. Excellent. That means the writers at the Dallas Morning News are now union. And they are in Bonnie's union. CWA, woo, woo. And uh, hopefully they'll have something to they'll have something to say about what gets published in I that hope so. in that newspaper, woo. the Dallas Morning News. Did you see and, the? And unfortunately, I cannot say that I got this from Reuters or some. I didn't get it from a news station. I got it from Jason Tomlinson. Oh, he showed it to me on his phone. I think it was he got it directly from the News Guild people. Excellent. Uh huh. Excellent. So, that is so cool. Um, I, I got to so shout Fort out to Worth those. Worth and Dallas both have a contract. That's right. Yes, and that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, these folks are fighting for their their livelihood. Uh, you know, this whole thing that the Writers Guild uh, uh, and now the Screen Actors Guild writers are also talking of going on strike folks this is this is important you do not want to get your news from artificial intelligence okay okay we need boots on the ground we need journalists true journalists that are going out there doing the investigative reporting that we need we have got to leave. Our media is important. We have to work to make sure that they cover the right things. They're wrong. Oh, oh, oh the mainstream media, as I like to refer to them, lamestream media. Uh, you know, they like the clickbait. And the clickbait is anything that says Trump. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't click on it. Leave it alone. Uh, I got to tell you, Twitter has gone to the dogs or the wherever it is. Uh, I've started uh, looking on Tribble, T-R-I-B-E-L. Very good. Mastodon is another one. Spoutable is a great one. They do not have an app yet, but they are online. I don't think you can say Mastodon on the radio. Yes, you can. You can? Okay. Why can't I say Mastodon? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Mastodon is just a big, like, hair. Isn't that the hairy? Well, there's like, also mammoths. I mean, you know, let's 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 be inclusive. Okay. <laughs> there are other <laughs> there are other Pleistocene <laughs> options for you folks out there. <laughs> Mastodon is actually uh, an app, so yeah. it really is. I swear, <laughs> and it's not nasty or anything. I didn't even think it was prehistoric, but well, I don't Pleistocene. Know, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. makes a difference to the people, you know. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs> goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Jean. <laughs>